welcome to Business Lounge Journal Talk, your gateway for lively conversation of business, entrepreneurship, style, and updates. We are going to talk about how this COVID-19 pandemic affects German startups' daily life. We have here Klaus Karte from German Accelerator and Ricky Ferliento from Phoebus Consulting Group. Well, well, you have a good government, very, very good system in your government, and it has been long time, long history. The government of German is very systematic and they help people and corporation there very much. But, however, pandemic still happens. How does pandemic affect a startup daily life from your opinion? Yeah, I think um, maybe I start off where I ended. So I think it's not all doom and gloom. So, um, I believe good startups continue to have a good future, so regardless where they come from. But of course, some startups, they have to go to survival mode. Survival mode, of course, means cash preservation, you know, being super careful what's important now and, and how to spend your money. And I think for any startup or for any company, for that matter, the most important thing is your customer. So I think more than ever now, you need to be hyper relevant to your client. And that means you need to engage them, right? So, so you need to be in practical health mode to your own customers, right? If I'm a startup, I need to talk to my clients. I need to figure out what they could need now. Um, as a small company, I can pivot quite fast. So if I realize that my product is maybe not what a client needs right now, but I need to alter it a little bit, maybe add a service, um, then I should do that and, and just sort of pivot to what my client needs right now. Right? So the large corporations, they will always be very slow to change. Right. So for them, uh, a crisis or a pandemic like COVID, is, is more catastrophic because it's a big ship and it cannot change its course. But as a startup, I'm a small boat, right? I have a tidy crew. I can change course, right? I can alter direction and I can do it rather fast, right? And I think that is what, what also shows a good entrepreneur. You have to read the situation around you and, and you have to make good decisions um, what is required now, right? So from our perspective, of course, we coach the startups about finances and, and you know, what they shouldn't do right now. But what, the, what they shouldn't do, in my opinion, is they shouldn't stop marketing their services. So they need to do sales, they need to focus, right? I think that is the important thing. Do I now need to invest into R&D? Maybe not, right? So... Um, I think some spending can be reduced. I think that is that is what we see 
So what we did generally on, on our platform, we have a large pool of international mentors, a few hundred, I think 350 at the moment. And we pulled them together and we created webinars and, and series of information for all our startups, current and alumni, to basically get practical tips on, on how to go forward, right? But I, in my opinion, the most practical tip is, um, you know, focus on your client. If you have to pivot your service or solution, pivot it. Uh, be practical and be hyper relevant to your customer. I think this is the most important thing for survival. Um, I believe money will flow to those companies which show that uh, they are hyper relevant and there shouldn't be any issue. And maybe one example, which is perhaps obvious, but um, we have a startup in Germany, which is in the, in the COVID uh, vaccine business. Um, the German government just gave them 300 million euros um, as, a, as a convertible note so that they have all the money they need to basically continue the development of the vaccine. That's not the only one. We have a few in Germany. And that's the most prominent case. But a number of these startups, they, they got money um, from the government. Um, we have a government VC fund. And they basically just funded these startups and say, you're hyper relevant to the current situation, which is COVID. And we give you the money you need to do your research and do your clinical trials and start um, pre-production. And, and actually, one conversation we have about that is also with your country, Indonesia. What do you miss the most during this lockdown? I think it's clearly meeting people. So. As a human, we are all social animals and and being sort of separated from one another can't be really the solution, right? I mean, it, it, it has its difficulties. So me personally, I miss meeting friends. I miss meeting my co-workers in the office. Um, just sort of see people out there on the street, right? Um, I think for a lot of people, this, this lockdown has been quite brutal. Um, for me, I'm with my family, so it's, it's less affected. But um, for three months, we didn't see our friends. For three months, we didn't go out of the house to have a meal or to do anything except um, basic shopping. And usually only one person in the household would be allowed to go out. So I think I miss that, right? It's really the social aspect of life is missing. Um, we can do a lot of things with teleconference like we do now in this interview, uh, but that's not the solution. I mean, you still need the feel, the smell, um, the nuances of situations and, and just be with people, right? And, and I think that is what I miss the most. Uh, Work-wise, I'm fine, right? I think um, this actually works better than anticipated. Um, and most people I speak to, they are also saying that um, the, the virtual presence actually functions. Um, we are in a service industry, so we don't really have physical products, right? So it allows us to pivot. Uh, if you're in a manufacturing company, you can't, right? So it's, it's more difficult and so on. But that's that. So I miss the social contact. And the second one is I miss traveling. 
um, simply because I'm so used to it. I mean, my whole life I've been in different places in different countries and, and not being able to travel um, affects me personally. Um, right now, I mean, in most countries in Asia, uh, foreigners are uh, visas are suspended. So this is true in Japan, in Korea, in the Philippines. So we cannot travel. Um, and, and that is, I think, um, let's say, A, not right, in my opinion, and, and B, it affects people. Right? So I want to have the freedom to travel. I want to make my own decision if I want to take a risk with COVID or not, you know, if I want to sit in a plane with other people or not, I think that should be my decision right? and, and not necessarily a decision made by other people. So these are the two things, traveling and meeting people. That's what I miss. See you on the next podcast.